This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome this morning to Tech Talk. Now, what are we talking about today? Um, well, according to the latest white paper from Frost & Sullivan, it's called Modern Cyber Resilience, the Transformative Power of Cloud-First Security Across Asia-Pacific. Only 23% of enterprises integrate cybersecurity with network management. Most enterprises, around 73%, use hardware-centric network management, relying on manual provisioning or basic configuration and automation capabilities. Only 4% of enterprises report using fully integrated, software-centric, policy-driven networks with automated network provisioning capabilities. Cloud-managed DDI powers the inflow box model, allowing enterprises to build faster, more reliable network experiences for users at the edge who want instant access to cloud apps. InfoBlocks delivers modern, cloud-first networking and security experiences. With more than 12,000 customers, including over 7 70% of the Fortune 500 who rely on InfoBlocks to scale, simplify, and secure their hybrid networks to meet the modern challenges of a cloud-first world. With me today is George Liu, the Senior Director for APAC and Japan Enterprise Support at InfoBlocks Incorporated. Hi, George. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for having me, Rich. So talk to me a little bit about uh, in InfoBlocks. And as a market leader, how have you guys developed in this region throughout the years? And what are some of the significant milestones, some of the challenges, and some of the opportunities, do you think? Yeah, sure. That's a great question. Nowadays, networks are shifting from a traditional architectures on-premise uh, from headquarters and branches office towards a distributors and centralized um, architectures. The cloud architecture itself is a best solutions that enables uh, feasibilities and flexibilities among companies to 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 pivots mm. to pivots towards the new paradigm shift that what our economies demands mm -hmm. and basically info blocks have a product called block swan threat defense that itself uh, help caters customer our customer to pivot and shift towards that goal. Mm -hmm. What do you think sets you guys apart from other providers? Um, simply say that uh, general traditional DDI products, they just focus on DNS, DHCP, and IP management. InfoBlocks does that, plus focus on security threat management. Mm -hmm. So we do know that um, perpetrators nowadays, they are getting more sophisticated. They are no longer coming into the companies via the traditional model, but instead via the DNS, which mm -hmm. what I can say that at this moment is the least monitored architecture. And that oh, actually, oh, is it? Yes, it is. And that actually gives uh, the perpetrator a best advantage in terms of data administrations, mm -mm. malware attack, mm. etc. So when you're talking about um, how it used to be or how perpetrators used to do it, very simple phishing attacks, little things like that. Right. So what you're telling me is that that trend is potentially shifting to things like via DNS. Via DNS. They're still doing the same thing, but the mode, the modes of practice of coming into the organizations now is coming through the DNS. That is interesting. Yeah. So you have this whole uh, threat defense, blocks one, like it, you call it, right? Yes. It's cloud native, uh, software as a service based networking uh, and security service to bridge that threat defense landscape gap and protects 
enterprises from from zero day attacks. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. The the blocks one DDR enables a centralized operations that actually give our customers the 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 options to automate uh, both either the on premise or the cloud based up to them to choose options. Mm. But basically, it automates both the DNS, DHCP, and IP management. Mm-hmm. So through this more centralized control via the clouds. It gives our customers or um, whoever using it a quick, swift actions, if you like, mm. to uh, decide what they're going to do with the information that they observe. Mm. And basically, Blocks One Threat Defense automates all this with artificial intelligence built in. We build our own dossier and quickly monitors, collect the data with additive information and distributes it to among the customers. Now, I'm going to go off script a little bit here, George, you know, and mm-hmm. um, but, but nothing too far away. Um, AI is this big thing that everybody's talking about right, right. now, you know, and I, I kind of want to get your opinion on, on, on this and, and, you know, from Infoblox's standpoint as well. Uh, how much of businesses like yours and, and cloud-based solutions and edge-based solutions are looking into the development of AI and how much of... Uh, business models nowadays, do you think, is starting to move towards uh, an AI kind of driven model? So I, I'm sure that everybody is talking about AIs. I mean, it's mm. kind of like a common jargon that yeah. people use. The tricky question is how you're going to approach this. Mm. At Infoblox, we, we develop a machine learning tools. Mm-hmm. So each time when uh, endpoints detect um, a, a domain that we are not familiar of, it will take the domain out it will mesh against our huge database and decide what to do with it. So this overtime period, these information collectors are gradually built into a dossier. We share this information intelligence with all parties concerned, including um, security-related organizations. And through that intelligence uh, information that we have, it builds upon and just try to identify, is this a good site to visit or should I blacklist this website? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, for those of, of people who who might be tuning in, uh, uh, might not be so familiar. What, for you, what would you say are the advantages of, of cloud managed DDI? Um, the advantage of cloud, basically, you're saying that the data are residing right, in yeah. the, uh, within our centralized uh, operation systems. Yeah, the data comes in; it gathers in real time basis. It distributed in real time basis, while the edge just basically gonna process the incoming information. Now, the advantage of a cloud versus an on-premise is you do not need to worry about the validities of the information that you have right. on-prem. Right. Right. Basically, cloud takes care of all those informations. Okay. Uh, the moment that something comes up, immediately it gets distributed out to the local edges so that when uh, end users within the organization, they they get uh, a domain name that required to res- resolve, that information can be decided quickly among the customer's um, rules, uh, list of rules that how they want to address that, um, that site. Right, and that's my, why customers might choose that. Correct, yes. Okay. Um, now, uh, we, we know that at the height of the pandemic, you know, many customers and, and individuals uh, adopted to work from home, myself included, and I'm sure you did for a while as yes. well. Uh, and we hear about these additional threats, and you just mentioned one earlier, uh, mm. that this might have caused for businesses. Uh, what 
additional provisions did inflow blocks put in place during that period and how quickly were they rolled out? Early this year, we actually released a report that we surveyed. We interviewed close to about 1,100 of IT executives spread across uh, more than 11 countries. Now, with, uh, among the, the first, U- we are actually among the first U.S. company uh, that actually pivoted at the time of pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we did that almost seamlessly. Um, what an ordinary company would take months to yeah. achieve, we did it within days. And that is primarily because of the blocks one that we already have on cloud, the blocks one threat defense that we already have established on cloud that allow us to pivot as quickly as that possible. Right. In fact, we have a consulting company that actually engaged us to assist them with over 200,000 staff. Oh, wow, wow. And, and we actually did that. We helped them and pivot at, at the time of the pandemic when chaotic ensues where yeah. everybody have <laughs> very little knowledge what to expect, yeah. what days turn to weeks, what weeks turn to months, uh, the uncertainties. Uh, we actually managed to do address this in a very seamless way. Mm-mm. So that, that was one of the first few things that we did during this pandemic period. And we continue to address that as, as day passes. Mm. Do you think there are companies out there, um, in, including your clients, mm-hmm. um, that chose to do this whole work from home hybrid thing, like you've just mentioned, 20,000 staff or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and they managed to get themselves there, and then they decided to roll back and go back to how they were before. Do you have clients and companies that are doing that? Yes, we do. The reality here is um, we would like to think that we are back to the way we operate in the past. Quote, unquote, normal. Quote, unquote, normal. Yeah. Uh, But unfortunately, the whole pandemic has actually created a new ways of life. Um, companies are no longer mandating a full 100% on-prem yeah. uh, operations. In fact, uh, we have more than half of our customers that actually opt for a hybrid mode of operations. Right. Uh, the great resignations wasn't helping at all mm-hmm. any organizations. So these hybrid workings will not be will not be successful if you do not have a guardrails around securities. Yeah. What you have in the past, such as firewalls or VPN servers that reside on the on the com- company's uh, uh, infrastructures, are no longer a valid thing. Because mm. now you have IOTs, right? You have uh, devices that you don't manage that you do not mm. own, mm. and this becoming more sensitive as the data that we hold are becoming priceless. Mm. Uh, in fact, it becomes newsworthy to some organizations. Mm. So the cloud... Ourselves included. Ourselves included, yeah. exactly. Mm. And, and that's why the cloud will help us to manage this one uh, without having to worry about whether your physical office has the necessary infrastructures. Hold that thought because there's a couple of things that you just mentioned there that I want to come back to in just a few moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take a short break, folks. I'm in the studio with George Liu. He is the Senior Director for APAC and Japan Enterprise Support over at InfoBlocks. Now uh, they deliver modern cloud-first networking and security experiences. We will be talking a little bit more about security as well. I think privacy is something I wanted to speak to you a little bit as well, uh, George, when we come back. You tuned into Tech Talk here on BFM 89.9 the business station. Banish feudal mentality. BFM 89.9, the business station.
BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Tech Talk. I'm in the studio with George Liu. He's the Senior Director for APAC and Japan Enterprise Support over InfoBlocks. They deliver modern cloud-first networking and security experiences with more than 12,000 customers, including、uh, over 70% of the Fortune 500.、Um, are you okay to tell me some of those companies? Can you... Are you allowed to do that? I, I would love to.、Uh, <laughs> but we can guess, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, we, we could guess. I, what I can say is basically we, our customers consist of the fortunes 100 or one,、uh, 200s. Okay. So, so it's not going to take you very,、uh, very long, folks at home, if you want to Google that. I'm sure you can go and do that.、Uh, so, George, we, we wrapped up just. Uh, the, before the break, about、uh, some of the things that you put in place and how quickly you rolled stuff out, and how com- some companies might want to roll back.、Um, and we briefly touched on at the beginning、uh, about、mm, current cyber threats and the, the trends within cyber threats. And you talked about、uh, people coming in via DNS,、mm-hmm. uh, and that seems to be a new or, or a more、uh, modus operandi that's happening right now. Right. Can you talk to me maybe about some of the other current cyber threats that you, you see regularly with InfoBlox? Well, the most common,、uh, we, we heard a lot about zero days attacks,、mm. uh, ransomware.、Mm. But what I can tell you is it's still the, old, the good old traditional phishing、mm-hmm. that is the most common today. In、mm. fact, from the survey that we conduct,、uh, many of our customers, main, more than half of our customers' main worries were still coming from phishing.、Mm. Right, so, Um, again, the, the way phishing comes into DNS is getting more sophisticated than just a simple email.、Mm. So, the types of attack that we see is not much of a difference, but the way they enter into our organization has significantly changed.、Uh, next generation firewalls or the traditional proxies,、uh, they are no longer the main、um, guard, so right. to say, right, right.、Uh, mitigating these attacks. Now, we were speaking a little bit about、um, collection of data and Internet、yeah. of Things, and, and、right. w- which, as you said, is like gold dust right now. It's the current currency,、mm-hmm. is, is data.、Yep. And we hear a lot about、um, people and companies collecting data to know more about their customers, to know more about their clients using things like Internet of Things devices. And, and we know historically、right. that they can be.、Um, Fairly open,、mm-hmm. if you know what I mean by right. that,、mm-hmm. uh, and fairly easy to crack and to hack in one thing or another. Has there been a lot of development in that field in terms of InfoBlox kind of cracking down on that and looking at the software that is used to drive these things? Well, we, we are very cognizant of data privacy,、mm-hmm. uh, especially where there's a GDPR or、uh, even the US FAT RAMs. Yeah, yeah. So we are certified in those segments. We are, in fact, at supports, we are cognizant that we do not. Ever keep customers' data only、right. probably for troubleshootings. I see. So the traffic that we see today in terms of malware, basically we only identify about the source of IP,、uh, source of domains.、Uh, we discard all customer sensitive information.、Um, basically, we just want to know what are the trends of the perpetrators, how they enter organizations, and what does that mean、mm. for a business owner. In terms of profitability and data protections. Mm, mm.、Uh, but other than that, we will avoid collecting those sensitive data due to,、um, well, again, we know there's the, a gold dust, but、uh, again, we also want to be 
sensitive towards people's private life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially as we, in the last few months here, we've been hearing about data leaks. You know, yes. it's a constant issue right. here in Malaysia. And I think a lot of people are worried about that. And it's just nice to hear some kind of reassurance yeah. that, you know, the data is safe. Um, now, we, we, we know that during the pandemic, you know, people talked about how digitalization and, and digitization was ramped up and we talk about how we, we've moved five years within two years and some people are quoting that, you know. What do you think are some of the common pitfalls that enterprises have made during that shift to digitalization? All right. With, uh, I want to say with, with rapid structural change comes chaos. Yes. Uh, with decentralized workforce, IT securities leaders need ways to keep production levels up at home networks, um, corporates, etc., personal devices. Uh, it's little surprise that data leakage was the biggest concern. Yeah. Right? Um, among the, uh, the, the customers that we have, losing controls over what flows in and out of our organizations. Mm, mm. Uh, the cloud, the, there's also growing resilience on cloud based applications. Uh, where we put our faiths on um, a cloud application, which we have no idea what is their types of securities they enforce around that. Organization caught unprepared. Organization caught unprepared mm -hmm. for the pandemics shift quickly towards mm. the clouds. Mm -hmm. uh, according to our report again that we conducted in the surveys, uh, only 10% of our respondents were satisfied that they did uh, have an end-to-end -end solutions. Wow. So this means that we have a great opportunity out yeah. there among customers. And in fact, one in four of our customers took more than 24 hours just to identify the types of threat that enters the organizations. And by that stage, they, they could have lost their business, everything. Yes. It would be too late. So the cloud technology that we have, the data that we have, and mitigate these types mm. of um, shortfall, mm. if, if you like. So these are the speed that people will expect to see on a daily basis. And with the traditional on-prems uh, solutions, uh, it's gonna be almost an uphill task mm. to address. So Cloud will, will help that. I, I've got two questions for you uh, mm -hmm. before I let you go. Um, and I, I suppose one of them is about things being cloud-based. Um, I think a lot of people still see the cloud as being uh, that's where Google stores my emails or that's where Google stores my you know, files on a drive. You know. Do you think that there's that misunderstanding and, and because of a misunderstanding, a reluctance for some enterprises to see uh, the cloud as a solution to some of their problems? I, I would not deny that. It, it has been because um, people are afraid of what they do not know, Right. basically. So the assurance here is... Um, as the growing threat increase over a period of time, um, cloud has become more so sophisticated mm -hmm. by implementing guardrail, like I said, uh, security access. Uh, obviously, um, the hackers out there get more sophisticated on the day to day. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a race. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, to say the least that if um, securing data on the cloud is risky, I will also argue that what's the difference of security data in on-premise and having somebody to hack into that environment too. Yeah, yeah. Zero trust. Zero trust. Final question then. I mean, obviously, you're the senior director for uh, APAC in Japan. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about expansion um, mm -hmm. for 
info blocks and and this area. Do you think there's a difference in in the way um, significant differences when it comes to expanding within the APJ region compared to other regions? Do we have different wants and needs in this region compared to other places? Do you think? Um, there there are definitely some similarities and a difference in terms of cultures, mm. but in terms of addressing the clouds and technologies. Um, there are only some minor differences in terms of policies, but other than that, um, the expansions Asia Asia Pacific is a growth market. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see significant uh, opportunities in these segments, uh, but in terms of approach and the needs and wants, um, there's not much difference than what an a European company would like to see or have an American companies because mm-hmm. uh, every. Basically, it's a, it's a borderless world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. George, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. My pleasure. Folks, I've been in the studio with George Liu, the Senior Director for APAC and Japan uh, Enterprise Support over at InfoBlocks. They deliver modern cloud-first networking and security experiences with more than 12,000 customers, including over 70% of the Fortune 500. I'll say that again, including over 70% of the Fortune 500. If you did miss any part of this show, don't forget you can download it wherever you normally get it from. I recommend the BFM app. It's available in the Apple App Store or Google Play. For Tech Talk, my name is Rich Bradbury here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.